Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecamerraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Dice Camera Action. We are in episode four. Yay! Woo. We made it. Yes. We made it. We're not dead yet. We all made it back from the wild. Right. And uh, just to recap, uh, we have Holly playing our tiefling Strix. We have Anna playing our paladin Evelyn. <laughs> we have Jared playing Diath. And Nathan playing Paul Tin. And our special guest star, woo, Chris Trot. Hey. Yes. Previously in Curse of Strahd, uh, the party met a group of Vistani next to a river and had their fortunes told. And Strix learned that uh, before she was an orphan stranded in Sigil, uh, she was <coughs> Barovian, spirited away from the land of Barovia by the Vistani gypsies who feared that she would be killed shortly after her birth. And hey, she has family who live in the town of Valaki, to which the party is headed, along with two NPCs named Irina Kolyana and her brother, Ismark Kolyanovich. They are refugees from the village of Barovia, heading to Velaki because Ismark hopes his sister will be safe from the Devil Strahd. On the way there, the party was warned about an old windmill uh, that perches on a crest overlooking the Barovian Valley, uh, just a little ways past Castle Ravenloft. And the party now finds themselves standing before this ominous, dilapidated structure. Uh, a raven who had greeted them in the graveyard of Barovia uh, some hours before has seemingly led them here. It takes perch on a lintel over the doorway of the ruined windmill and caws at you as though to beckon you forward. Diath. Yep. When you were a little boy, you were dirt poor in the streets of Waterdeep. You remember that? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Those were difficult times. Difficult times. You weren't sure where your next meal was going to come from, so you spent many, many, many long seasons uh, basically panhandling for trying to get your hands on stray coins to help feed your family. And occasionally, a Waterdavian merchant or noble 
uh, might pass by and one of their servants would drop a copper into your hand and that would then try to feed you for essentially the next day and you were living day by day, moment by moment. And then one day, a strange cloaked figure came upon you and uh, with not so much a piteous look as a, sort of a half smile, dropped something in your hand that wasn't a gold coin, but a ring of keys. Hmm. Yes. And you have had these, and you have had these keys, these trinkets, ever since. What does the party do? Leave. <laughs> One of my last notes from last week was windmill vacay later. I have no <laughs> idea what that means. <laughs> so I think Evelyn was really into the windmill, but if I remember correctly, you guys convinced her we weren't going there yet. Yeah. Uh, you know that ravens are seen by uh, the Vistani to be a symbol or omens, symbols of good against the devil's strahd. Uh, this particular raven, um, if it's the same one you saw back in town, seems to be uncharacteristically friendly insofar as it landed on Paulton's uh, instrument and as well as uh, Strix's head. You know, that raven hasn't steered us astray yet. I think we should follow it. I mean, its track record so far is one, so who knows? <laughs> but one out of one is 100%. I know. I'm, not, I'm inclined to agree with you about the raven because we have plenty of clues, or rather omens saying that we should follow the raven. Not only the, the raven helping us back at the graveyard, but even the mysterious fortune-telling gypsy woman. It basically told us that the raven is our guide. I like the raven. The He's okay. very explicitly said, don't go to the windmill. I thought you said go to the windmill. Yeah, we were talking about that, and we should probably go to the windmill. I thought this was established. I mean, if, I, if my memory serves, I feel like we were told that there was something really exciting in the windmill and that we should go there. I believe the excitement was danger. Well, I do get confused between those two sometimes. I'm kind of curious, though, if I'm supposed to have family here. Should we? Maybe they can help us. I mean, they're probably really terrible, but maybe they can help us. You hear a rumble of thunder overhead, and it starts to rain ever so gently down upon you. I'm like frantically kind of brushing it off of my raiments. I'm like, we should find shelter. Yeah, I'm. I'm worried. I'm worried about. I'm worried about Diev. I don't. I don't want like something terrible to happen in here. <laughs> yeah, unless you guys forgot, I already saw myself dead. Yeah, I. Oh, I remember. I remember very vividly, and you were definitely dead, and it was definitely you. Yeah, was but the good news is you're right in the dead book. So it wasn't you. It was just someone who was like exactly like you. Yeah. As Strix would put it, he was dangling from the leafless tree. <laughs> yeah, he was. All right, well, where's the nearest <sighs> shelter? Because I'm getting a little damp out here. You're looking at it. Yeah. Well, let's go. Woo! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Look, my, reason, my thought of reason is there wasn't a raven back at the gallows. Yeah. That's true, Right. The light of Lathander will protect us as we charge into even the darkest of places. Yeah, he definitely won't do that. That being said, I think the windmill might be our best choice of shelter for the moment. That's true. 
as I say that, and when he's like, he definitely won't do that. I'm like, la, 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 ignoring <laughs> going up to the windmill. <laughs> All right. And Chris, what does the raven do? He calls like this. Ah! <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Practicing for weeks. And uh, I fly directly to the archway of the doorway of the windmill. All right. I look at that raven and I just feel like he's got a lot more personality than I remember him having. <laughs> uh, the windmill is sort of a tapering cylinder. It's got a single door on the ground floor, what looks like the wreckage or remnants of a balcony encircling it on the second floor, although not much of that balcony remains. And then there are windows sort of in various cardinal points on the warehouse. They're all dirty, grimy, and uh, impenetrable, uh, both on the second and third floor. At the top of the windmill is sort of onion dome shaped. It's got some cracks in it showing its age, and the veins of the windmill have been stripped bare. They're skeletal, and they just sort of grind in the wind. Can I cast Detect Evil and Good as we end? <coughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's see. And you guys have still got, uh, you're probably not on your horses, but you've got them by the reins. And yeah, probably pulling them along. <coughs> bum, 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 bum. Uh, I'm getting, trying to give the raven snacks while we're, we're yep. And I shall eat my own. Come on, little buddy. Come on. All right. Yeah, so the range is about 30, the range of your spell uh, Evelyn is about 30 feet. Uh, and uh, you can sense evil inside the structure. You I can also sense good. Oh, interesting. So I'm kind of like shocked by this. And I, I like I cast this probably when I'm like a few feet from the door, just as I'm about to kind of think about entering. And then I turn to my party and I say, there is great good in here, but also great evil. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm always I'm always ready, Evelyn. Is it I unlocked? Uh, I uh, test the door. Yeah, when you uh, go up to the door, you do in fact see that it's unlocked, and there are, you can even smell there are odors coming out from inside. Uh, it's sort of this. Uh, cornucopia of smells uh, everything from smells like uh, chickens to uh, rotting meat to uh, sort of like a, a swampy smell to sweets like pastries and candies and other that's not me this time it's not me <laughs> there's, the also, shakes there's also warmth that issues through uh, the door uh, as you put your hand to it uh, the door looks like it's made out of thin wood uh, it's all rotted and uh, doesn't look like it could hold back pretty much anything. Am I the one like <coughs> in front leading, opening the door? Yeah, you are yep. way ahead of me. Oh yeah. I, uh, I clear my throat and go, <clears> then <throat> I knock really loudly and confidently. <coughs> oh good. All right, uh, everybody uh, can make wisdom perception checks. I'm also still holding my concentration on my detect good and evil and consecration spell. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, man. How'd you do, Strix? 
Oh, you're still getting your dice? Yeah. Uh, got a, wait, well, uh, 19. Wow. Dia? Got... 17. Evelyn. Seven. Oh, sorry. Perception, you said, right? Yeah. I got a seven. Okay. I and... sub. So windmill. Raven. 18. All right. Ooh. Also, at this point, I think I might shapeshift. Mm. All right. Oh, what? I think it makes a little popping noise. <laughs> little, oh. uh, is it loud, do you reckon? Yeah, I think so. Oh, good. Well, the knocking's probably louder. Okay, I'm going to pop. Yeah. It's a human form. And <laughs> quickly, come with me around the corner, quickly. And I'm also going to look directly downwards and notice I am completely naked. <laughs> <laughs> and rushed. Hello. All right. Everything's great. <laughs> nice. Uh, we're back on on a different account. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yes. It was the sensors. They couldn't handle the idea of a naked wearer. <laughs> <laughs> a sensor bar appears in front of me. <laughs> Yes. So this naked oh. man appears before you, and uh... I'm going to make this noise too. <laughs> <laughs> I also make that noise. <laughs> I'm just like bird friend. Why? I look over, see a naked man, and I just go, nice. <laughs> I'm just shouting. I, I swear, I left my clothes here somewhere. Just please give me a moment. Thank you. Do oh, I detect God. either good or evil from him? Uh, you can sense uh, good thoughts from him. Oh, don't worry. He's good. We should he's definitely good. listen to what he says. He's, he's given off good vibrations. <laughs> he looks good and sounds good and feels good. Whoa. He's not right. wrong. <laughs> yes. So he's, he, starts, he starts to run away from the rest of you in search of well, you're not sure what. <laughs> he says something about I follow that. him, like, okay. happily. Yeah, he made it seem urgent. Let's go. Basic light armor and things like that, and I'm just haphazardly putting them on in a rush. All right. I say... Oh, morning, Lord. What am I doing? This is embarrassing. <laughs> did, did you say morning, Lord? Yes. Oh, all Don't hail, look down. Stop looking down. Uh, my eyes, thank you. Sorry. <clears throat> Uh, might I ask, and I'm like this, I'm like trying not to look down, I'm, might I ask what your name is, new friend? Yes, uh, just let me put my trousers on one second, thank you. I adjust my belt and I step forward, I say, hello everybody. I apologize, it's been a long time since I've been in my human form. I'm used to ravens, you know. My name is Falcon, I know that is, you know, ironic. <laughs> the name given to me. And, uh, please. God, he could have picked a different bird, you know? <laughs> I apologize. If only, if only they'd known he'd turn out to be a were-raven. <laughs> and let's get straight to the point. There is something terribly wrong with the bone grinder in front of you. There is evil within that you must help me defeat. Did you just say it was called the bone grinder? Yes, that's what. The this is in the windmill. It's a bone it's, grinder? It's called the bone grinder. It's As always has been. Grinder of bones. Yes. 
Oh, Evelyn, it's it's actually it's just a flower machine. It just you know it just gives it's, you flowers. It's so friendly. It's like a mill, yes, mm-hmm. but for bones. Oh, so they say. For for what reason might a community have a need <laughs> for uh, bone grinding? Evelyn, the the. It's like the S man, this guy that lives here, Mr. S, who we can't say his name. I'm sorry, Falcon, because no one wants us to say his name. The devil? Just, oh, S pants. Yeah, S pants. Yeah, that's, that's how you would say devil, it. Yes. S pants. Yes, yes the devil. Yes, that one. Yes, he's cursed us all. But in the immediate danger, there are children being abducted and taken to the <gasps> bone binder. And oh. you must help me take them back. Children, let's go. Two, very recently, in fact. Well, let's, yeah, we can't have kids getting getting taken. That's yeah, not good. that attitude. <laughs> Are they inside the window right now? I think so. Uh, I was with you at some time, so I didn't catch the scent. However, I saw the tracks and I saw them leave Barovia. I run toward the windmill. With my halberd, or my uh, what do I have? Battle axe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lethander, save her! <laughs> I yell yeah. right when she says, "Lethander, save me!" <laughs> and uh, how how do you react to the situation, Strix? I mean, I follow her. I always follow her. I just make really bad personal choices in my life. <laughs> and uh, Paulton, I just kind of sigh and <laughs> not be very surprised like okay well it is tuesday so <laughs> <laughs> and diaz actually stay behind with our our friend falcon here yes i have more questions i'm readjusting my wedgie <laughs> yeah i'm watching this whole time <laughs> i have no <laughs> was that you there as well? Yes, it was. Then you've been watching us for some time, and you know of our our issues as well. Yes, we all have them here in the land of Strahd. All right, that's all I needed. <laughs> all right, off towards. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Evelyn, when you throw open the door, you see that the ground floor of the windmill has been converted into a makeshift kitchen, uh, but the room is filthy. Baskets and old dishware are piled everywhere. Adding to the clutter is a peddler's cart, a chicken coop, a heavy wooden trunk, and a pretty wooden cabinet with flowers painted on its doors. In addition to the clucking of chickens, you hear toads croaking. The sweet smell of pastries blends horridly with the stench that burns your nostrils, an awful odor coming out of an oven. Sorry, out of an open, not an oven. <laughs> Sorry to forget. I was that. like, are we not <laughs> here? Let's not. Uh, out, out of an upright barrel in the center of the room. And warmth issues from a brick oven against one wall, and a crumbling staircase climbs the wall across from it. I don't know if this is a good time to tell you guys, but I... I'm actually a pretty good pastry chef. Just Oh, you are? Would you make me some cookies sometime? I would love that. Sure, Evelyn, I will make you some cookies. You're so nice. I'm so glad we're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, do any of these particular areas or objects shout good or evil to me? 
Uh, you're not getting any sense immediately, but you do sense there is evil above you. Mm. <coughs> I think my real foe is up there. An unnatural, an unnatural feeling, an unnatural evil above you. Uh, you can also sense there's something evil about the barrel or what's inside of it. Also, that stinks, and I think it's evil. Oh, yeah. Can I, can I do a religion check to see if maybe there's some sort of higher power involved in what in this building like in ah, like the, yeah uh, sure go ahead i think maybe i recognize something or a symbol or something around something i've seen before uh well i rolled a three so now i just no. <laughs> i'm just There's sitting there's so much clutter and so many things to draw the eye here it's hard to really focus on anything and uh, as you make your way through the room and just kind of look around, or at least just inside the doorway, you sort of kick something, Strix, and it looks like uh, little bones, like oh. ch- a couple child bones. Look, can I pick them up? Yeah. All right, I'm going to pick them up and look at them. Yeah, they're like, they're like little finger bones. Oh. Please, please put that down. Please. Okay, okay. Well, I just put them down where I left them. No, but do you... Nobody touch the pastries. They're evil. You hear a voice. You hear a voice from above say, "Go away." You hear another one say, "Yes, go away. Go." Leave. We will not, evil people, stealer of children's uh. finger bones. <laughs> the light of Lathander compels you. <laughs> I'm going to turn back towards the windmill doors and actually yes. close them. Oh, okay. And uh, is there like a lock or a board or something? I'm just gonna. Uh, there isn't a, a lock on the door, but you could take uh, something in the room fairly heavy, like the uh, peddler's cart, and push it up against the inside of the door. Okay. I'm just saying, the last time we had a situation like this, we left the door open, mm. and mistakes were made. Yep. Yep. It's true. I'm glad you're here to think about those things. Uh, when you look in the oven, you can see uh, baking there appear to be some pastries. Just a tray of like four, four little pies. Oh, it's people. You know, I'm gonna, I, I don't want to be the one to say this, but I know we're all thinking of it. Uh, Dinner. Grinder equal, you know, in windmill equals flour, flour in pastries. I'm thinking those are people pastries, and I'm thinking we do not eat those. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. I'm I can tell they're they're not normal. Yep. Uh, they they actually look very appetizing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right, right as she says that, I'm like mid. I'm like <laughs> slap it out of his hand really hard onto the ground. All right, it flops onto the ground at your feet, oh. upside down, and just sort of uh, compacts on the floor. I like do some sort of ritual blessing over it to like, oh, that's, you know. And rest in peace, some people. So yeah, rest in. Pieces of cake. All right. You can hear wooden floorboards creaking on the floor above you, uh, on the ceiling, actually, and uh, signifying that there are people moving around upstairs. Uh, It sounds like they're uh, uh, moving hastily. Excuse me, could you come down here, please? No, no, this is a bad idea. (laughs) I need to talk to them about the children. The the once raven, That's, that's a bad idea. Could I de- possibly determine approximately how many people there are just based on the sound or number of footsteps? Sure. Uh, what's your 
make a perception check for me. Okay. Uh, not great. Uh, 12 or passive 16. Okay. Uh, you, you think that uh, it's two. Okay. Two distinct sets of foot footballs. Okay. Not heavy. Um, right. They're fairly and, light. And you said the, uh, the stairway going up to the second floor was decrepit? Uh, yeah, it's a decrepit uh, wooden staircase that hugs the outer wall of the spire. Um, and there's no railing. It just leads right up to the second floor. Does anyone think that we could just blow a hole in the top floor before we even try to go up the stairs? Well, oh, I love fun. that idea! Because I feel like... speak at the same time, me and um, Paulton, I give him a look like, oh, you... It's a great idea. I'm always in for explosions. Do it. Do we it. We don't know if they're actually evil or bad yet. Oh, I know they're evil. Relax. I can feel it. They are evil. You feel... Oh, well. All right. The raven has spoken. I like this guy. Hold on. If you know if they're evil, then who are they? They are know. hags. Oh, no. At least that is what I have seen. They take many forms to lure people here. Any of them take the form of a raven? Yes! No. <laughs> <laughs> when he says yes, Strix is like, ah! <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long time since I've had jokes. <laughs> She's just like hiding in her like clothes, like, ah! I'm like, I'm hugging her, comforting her. It's like, ah, this guy's great. First I find out I have family that are probably insane. Now we're with hags. I think I saw one of those ones. Could you just like ask They're them? They're mean. I mean, I can just take care of them. They're obviously evil, so we should smack them, find out if there's children here, move on. Don't Not underestimate hags. They're super, they're, they're, they're not good. They're bad. How bad can they're they They're strong. Jared, uh, you can now detect that the footfalls on the floor above you have stopped, but it sounds like they've gone one level higher. You heard sort of a creaking staircase, even higher uh, going up into the tower. Okay. Well, they're moving their way up. Are there any other possible exits or way out of the, uh, this bone grinder up at the top? Uh, so you're on the first floor. It sounded like they were on the second, probably gone up to the third. Uh, if you saw from the outside that there are windows on the radial outsides of the structure on the third, second and third floor, um, facing different directions. So, and the windows are big enough that someone, a human sized person could crawl through them. Crap. But we probably don't want to let them get away, right? I would prefer, yes, not to let them get away. I would prefer to smite them. In the name of Lothan. <laughs> oh, of course. Well. I prefer smiting things in the name of myself. Is that fine? <laughs> mm-hmm. Who is All of us find our way to Lothander in different times and in different ways. I really do hate you. Mm. No, you don't. Mm. <laughs> How can we strategically smite these creatures? Evelyn. We need to be a little bit more discreet than charging in with your 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 stuff. <laughs> Good luck. But but why? Because they're they're powerful. They're 
very dangerous, very dangerous things. Well, I respect that we don't always have to do things my way. We can do things your way. What do you suggest? Blowing up a floor. Very tact, very subtle. I like it. Would you like to do the honors? Uh, Really, you know, I, I... I don't know how we're going to do it. That was They're already further up. We'll need to move up a floor first. Besides, Falcon said so that children get brought here. What if there are children up above us? Oh, that's... Uh, why are you always right? <laughs> I don't want to be. For us to be, we blow up the children. Or, or, the children are already dead. Mm. I'm not getting the blood of children on my hands, so let's just go upstairs. Okay. All right. I'm walking like upstairs. Blood. Right when she says that, I'm like walking upstairs. All right. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I have an idea. I will fly. I can be very, idea? very stealthy if I want to be. Can I fly with you? Well, <sighs> I don't think I can carry... Someone. No, 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 it's all right. Look, and I jump up and I have my wing boots and I have Oh it. God. Oh, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a bit too big. I want to go into the nooks and crannies. I look a little disappointed, but I like hover back down like a feather. <laughs> Very impressive. <laughs> Tiny little plant. <laughs> Just a little something, you know. So you want me to go and look? Yes. Okay. How would you like to go about that? I'm going to shape shift back into a raven all right all your clothes file fall Aww. into a pile on the floor i just call oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey he's a bird again and i flap my wings upwards make all right fly fly being as stealthy oh. as i can excellent uh make a stealth check oh god <laughs> it's bird. a uh, Oh, no. <laughs> Natural one? Okay, then. Oh, no. <laughs> Every flap of your wings can be heard echoing in this tower. <laughs> uh, when, you, <laughs> when you get up to the second floor, you see dirt caked, dirt caked windows, allowing very little light to enter. Um, it's a round room. The uh, spiral staircase uh, stops at this room, and then another one goes up to the next level. Uh, Dominating the room is a large round millstone connected to a wooden gear shaft that rises through the ceiling in the center of the the chamber. Uh, And uh, you can hear a cackling from above, and one of them says, (laughs) We can hear you! Ah, that's the raven. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try and roll an intimidation moment here. And when she says, "We can hear you," I say, "Yeah, we can hear you too, Burke." And we're gonna come up there and kick your ass. Eloquently <laughs> put. And then uh, you hear, you hear like two, you hear two cackling voices, uh, laughter, laughter, laughter. Well, I got nice. a ten, so <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit blustery, but you know, I gotta oh, try. I have a temper. <laughs> Can I check to see if I hear any other whimpering? And uh, you hear one of the voices say, We dare you! Yes, we dare you! And uh, you're making a, a perception check. See if there's any other voices or footsteps. Yes, go ahead. Two! <laughs> you hear it's going nothing. good, guys. You hear nothing. 
other than they're cackling. I'm going to flap back downstairs. Yes. And just nuzzle into my clothes for a bit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of being so cute. He's just like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> just with shame. I'm not coming out. I'm a consulting pat. <laughs> uh, you hear one of the hags say, Mother will be home soon. Oh, no. That's we, have to do, we have to do something. We either have to get rid of these people or we need to run away immediately. We absolutely, we need to move up. We need to move up. We need to I agree. Okay, go, go. Yay! Just go. <laughs> go, go, go. Yep, all right. We're taking out your proverbial I'm chain. Pushing her, I'm pushing her up the stairs. I'm just going, go, go, go. We cannot be oh, here yeah. when the other one gets home. Go. Yes, the two the two of you rush up the stairs uh, where you're greeted by the loudest raven um, <laughs> in the land. Uh, no, the, the raven is, uh, uh, what are you going to, where are you going to be, Falcon? Are you going to wait for them? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, Paulton and DF, uh, you're down below. DF, you've sort of gathered up Falcon's clothes. Yeah, I was trying to be a bro. Yeah. You got them all in your arms now. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, well. <laughs> They're still up there. We have to go. We have to keep going. We have to stop them before the other one gets home. I'm shouting, Kindle the light! You know, let, look, let, let, the craze, let the crazy personified hammer go up there and just start smashing things. I don't even care. Like, <laughs> let her go. Uh, Paulton and DF, uh, you can see you're still down on the ground floor. Um, as I mentioned before, there's a chicken coop. You can see it's got three chickens and a rooster in it, and there's a few laid eggs sitting there. There's a wooden trunk. You think that's where the sound of the frogs is coming from. You can see tiny holes bored into its lid. Um, can't see much in the cabinet since it's closed, uh, but there's some odd bits of herbs and stuff hanging from it. Uh, that barrel contains a viscid blackish green ooze. That just stinks. It reeks. Grody. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can hear all the commotion going on upstairs. So I absolutely, think we have a pretty good idea what's happening. Okay. Is your plan to follow up? Um, Paulton, why don't you go up there and assist? I'm going to prepare this room to make sure no one can get in or out. I yelled down. Also, check that barrel. It's weird. I will so, go up. Okay. So, uh, as you mentioned before, I'll use like a cart or something to kind of block the door. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a set of caltrops. Oh. That I can set up to uh, also help slow pursuers and or escapers. Are you going to spread those around in the sort of five foot space in front of the door? Yeah. Just so just inside. For some reason to get through that, they will be slowed by caltrops. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> um, you think a, a very strong individual could probably push that cart out of the way and force the door open, but a normal human would have difficulty. The cart's pretty heavy. Cool. All right. So those of who, those who have uh, climbed up the staircase can hear noise down below where Diath is moving stuff around and uh, can hear the gentle tinkling of caltrops on the stone floor. Uh, you guys uh, can run past the millstone, continue up the stairs to the third floor of the tower. And Evelyn, when you poke your head up there, uh, you can see uh, standing behind a thick wooden gear shaft in the center of this cramped circular room are two ugly young women wearing silk shawls and gowns of stitched flesh. Ew! Long, <laughs> long needles stick out of their tangled mops of black <laughs> hair 
and they cackle and point at you when they see you. You see a rotting wooden closet uh, that contains three crates stacked one on top of another with small doors set into them. Next to the closet is a heap of discarded clothing and a ladder climbs up to a trap door in the nine foot high ceiling. The other thing that crowds this already cluttered room is a moldy bed with a tattered canopy. Evelyn's like cherubic face just twists into this like, mm, nope, nope, nope kind of face. <laughs> and I'm assuming that uh, the evil that I was feeling, if I still have that, is very strong around these women. Yes, it seems to exude from them. Fear not, fiends, for I shall free you from this earthly bond and let you find the light in the next world. <laughs> okay. And Strix, you are right behind her still? Yes. All right. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, Yay. man. That's, Strix actually says that. She goes, oh, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Evelyn. Uh, I rolled 13. Strix? 11. Falcon? 7. Paulton? 16. Diaf? I got a 6. All right. And the Hag Sisters did average. All right. <coughs> That means, okay, so, uh, Paulton, you are technically first in the initiative order. Jeez, okay. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm right up there with them, right? Yeah, you're right behind Strix on the staircase. Um, in order to get past her, you'd have to kind of climb over her, push her out of the way, and knock Evie aside to get in that room. Okay. So I, I, I guess I try to make my way into the room. Okay. So these, um, the, these hags haven't shown any, like, any kind of, like, anything towards aside from, like, laughing at us, right? Uh, that is correct. They have not harmed you in any way or, or, or um, done anything to threaten and or challenge you directly. Okay. All they've, all they've said is leave, basically. And they seem to mock you. Okay. Um, can I just... Uh, oops. Can I just uh, ready my sword and kind of take a defensive stance? Uh, absolutely. Okay. I want to hop right into murder. <laughs> <laughs> choices, choices, choices. Uh, one, of the, one of the hags says, Come at me, you ball-licking motherfucker. <laughs> oh, holy shit <laughs> like ma'am <laughs> language please I nod when he says that <laughs> uh, alright uh, so but you're just basically taking a defensive posture mm-hmm. alright then next up Evelyn uh, I um Prepare Divine Smite for Lightfall, my battle axe, mm -hmm. and charge in, yelling over my shoulder, play me in, Paulton! Oh, God. <laughs> Backpipes. <laughs> um... 
<laughs> All right. Uh, make an attack roll. <laughs> yeah, it's a four, so oh. that's a ten with my attack bonus. All right, your axe embeds itself in the uh, wooden gear shaft uh, between you and them. Splinters. I, I recover and I say, "You have one more chance. You see my power." <laughs> <laughs> Strix, you are right after her. All right, uh, my mage armor is already up, so. I mean, I, I recognize what these are. I've encountered them before. So it's kind of, it's kind of weirding me out a bit. That this is happening. So I'm kind of like, like, I don't want, I don't want your master to get home. It's going to be real bad. Like do, just, ah, and then I just throw a ray of frost at them. <laughs> All right. Make an attack roll. Uh, I got, where to go? Hold on. I'm losing it. Oh, 15. All right. Uh, 15 is a miss. Ah! They dodge out of the way. I'm like, how are you so fast? You look like you're tangled in your clothes. And uh, next up is Falcon. Oh, um, where are my clothes? <laughs> Down here. <laughs> I've got them, he says. I'm going to fly directly at the closest tag and start pecking at her eyes. <gasps> All right. Get her. Beak. 13? No. You are unable to uh, hit her. Good. And, uh, at that point in time, you see that they both just disappear. <gasps> oh, you guys were boned. No fair. What was that? And uh, uh, at, at moments after they disappear, you can hear the, the floor creaking as though something invisible were moving around. Oh, I see how it is. You all stand up and fight in the light. That seems to be how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm like, Evelyn, do you have anything to help with that? Maybe something that will light up the darkness? You sure love doing that. I, I really do, but, you know, the light is inside of me. and This right is not now, the time for that! <laughs> Diaz, you're down below. You can hear all kinds of shouting and panic and uh, <laughs> confusion. I guess if it has it been too long, is my is my um, detect evil still going? Probably not. Okay. At this point. Dang, that's all I. Uh, that's all I got, Strix. Yeah, with the commotion, I kind of get torn between current plans and wanting to. Yep. Assist my comrades. All right, uh, let's do a cunning action dash to get up towards where they are. Okay, you can do that. Okay, <clears throat> and then survey the situation from there. Uh, you see them sort of standing about the room. There is a naked were-raven, or sorry, a, a raven flying around the room. There is uh, Paulton, who seems at the defensive ready to attack something. And then uh, Eve, Evelyn's pulling her weapon out of the uh, the wood, and uh, Strix is looking around frantically. <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? 
Okay. I'm just going to uh, I'll I'll drop Falcon's clothes on the ground next to me. Okay. I'll so I'll just pull out a dagger and just ready in action. Mm-hmm. You just uh, throw it at the first hostile target that I see. Okay. Make a perception check. Uh, it's got their like. All right, uh, perception, NARP, nine, passive 16. Uh, you do not, nothing, nothing okay. jumps out at you. Yeah. Literally or figuratively. Got it. Okay, uh, Paulton, the tags <coughs> are still here. They're uh, trying to not be seen or heard. Um, do I hear... Is the creaking sound like it's pinpointed in relation to where they are? Uh, it's if you want to try to pinpoint them based on the creaking, you'll have to make a perception check. Okay, I'll do that. Twelve. You cannot pinpoint their location. Okay. Um, and everyone's relatively close to me, aren't they? Yeah, you're in very tight quarters. Okay. Uh, A 12, however, is enough to hear something or somebody uh, kicking from inside one of the doored crates. There's a little makeshift closet with three stacked crates in it, and they all have little doors on their sides um, with latches to hold the door shut. And from inside one of those boxes, you hear a thumping sound. Uh, I'm going to go over to that. Release okay. Uh, you can easily throw open the catch if you want, or you can just try to listen to see if there's see to try to gauge what's inside. Yeah, I want to figure. I want to try and hear what's in there first. Okay. Uh, when you put your ear up to the door, you can sort of hear the muffled sounds of a gagged child. Guys, they got kids in the boxes. Use them as bait. Fair enough. <laughs> 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 Nobility, thy name is Diap. <laughs> um, can I can I see if the door to the box is unlocked? Uh, like I said, there's just like a little sliding latch on it, so you can slide it back to pop the door open and see what's inside. Okay. I... All right. When you do that, a, a shape leaps out at you. Oh, good. And attaches itself to your face. It is a it is a young girl. You estimate between the ages of um, five and six years old. Okay, so at this point, I'm stumbling around with a child on my face, like yeah, <laughs> child. Right. She's just sort of uh, hugging your neck. Oh, okay. I'm just like, ah, uh, guys, I found the kids. What do? I run to his aid. Okay, we'll try. You kids like music? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The the little girl uh, just nods. (laughs) Okay. Um, Could I do... And she also points to one of the other crates. You you got a little friend in there? Is that what you're saying? Okay, all right. We're going to... Well, he seems safe in there for now. There's there's bad things out here. You should you should just don't don't make noise. Don't draw attention. Can I can I play can I play them a song? Yeah, absolutely. Would I be able to do? Uh, let's see. Here. You're not going to make them fight for us, right? 
<laughs> I mean, the thought might have crossed my mind. Strix had a very strange childhood. <laughs> sorry it's triggering okay <laughs> i had a lot happen i spent a lot of time around dead bodies everyone's got Triggered. their thing uh if i play a song would i would bardic inspiration be of any help right now uh so if i remember correctly you can't really do that um, no okay let me just quickly double check bard there we go um, you can inspire others, uh, but but not yourself. Uh, that's that's what I was getting at. So could I do? Uh, oh, okay. To um, uh, someone else in the party. Um, yes, I will say so. Okay, then let's uh, let's do that then. Okay. And who are you bequeathing this inspiration upon? Uh, Evelyn. All right. <gasps> yeah. Do the thing, girl. I give him like the winningest smile I can muster and like <laughs> a little twirl right when he gives me the inspiration. Okay. I, go I never back. get the inspiration. <laughs> and Evelyn, it's your turn. I mean, the only thing I can think to do is, is just keep trying to hear where. Mm-hmm. They're walking, so I guess I would roll a perception check. Absolutely. 11, 12, 12. No clue. No clue. Ah! Can I swing my axe wildly around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sure can. Uh, roll an attack roll with disadvantage. Ooh. How much does disadvantage take away? Uh, it doesn't. You roll two dice and take right. the lower of the two. Right. Uh, okay, that's good. That's um, that's twenty four. Now roll another one. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, not bad. Twenty. Okay. Uh, in your mad swinging around, <laughs> you actually cut into something. But not like one of my party members, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't say you were being that discriminating, but no. <laughs> You cut into something invisible and you see a splash of blood uh, appear out of nowhere and fly onto the floor. Uh, so roll your damage. And I yell something like, the light within me is the light of Lathander okay. and it guides uh, my battle axe light fall. And what am I rolling damage? Yeah. And are you activating your radiant damage on this? Yes. Okay. Okay, hold on. Sorry, I should have had my D8 out, but I don't. D8, D8, where are you? Uh, hold on, sorry. There no we worries. Go. Okay. So I do one D8, which is five. Oh, wait, but I do two D8. So five, eight, and then plus one D8 per spell level. So that's one. So 10 plus 1d8 if it's a fiend. All right. Uh, not a fiend. Okay. Or undead. Not undead. Okay. So 10. All right. Uh, you hear a cry. You motherless crumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah. And then it is Strix's turn. So Strix, you just saw the blood fly uh, when Evie connected. 
Um, so you kind of have a sense of where. <coughs> where one is. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cast a, a Witch Bolt, which has, it's a beam of crackling blue energy that lances out toward a creature within range, but it also forms a sustained arc of lightning between you and the target, which yes. means I'll always be able to see where it is and everyone else will too. So that's, right. what that's what I'm going to try and do right now. <laughs> okay. Sweet. And I got, um, whoa, okay. Yeah. 22. All right. And roll again, because the target is invisible. You are at disadvantage, even though you kind of know sort of where it is. 16. All right. Uh, that, with disadvantage, does not hit. <laughs> wow. Your crackling bolt sort of flies across the room, burns into the stone wall, lights uh, the canopy of the bed on fire, and uh, goes out. Well, your house sucks. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Good one. Falcon. Do I notice any bags of flour or anything around? Um, there were ample bags of flour down on the first floor with the oven and uh, near the oven and such. Up here, um, there are the, the crates in the closet. There's the heap of discarded clothing, which on closer inspection looks like children's clothing. Um, uh, there's the moldy bed with the tattered and now burning canopy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but no flower. But if you want to flutter downstairs, you can find bags upon bags of it. Hmm. I'm going to fly past uh, Diaz. Okay. Trying to pick an item of clothing in my mouth mm -hmm. on the way down. Yep. And you got a glove. It's a sock. <laughs> sock? Oh no! That'll do. <laughs> and I get as close to a bag of flowers as I possibly can, and uh -huh. uh, transform. Using All right. My bonus action. You transform. <laughs> uh, you are yeah. now standing standing over a sack of flour <laughs> with a sock. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the hags go next. The bleeding one uh, does not take kindly to Evelyn. Evelyn, sorry, Evelyn. <laughs> Damn it! I thought I had a. I thought I had that cured. <laughs> she is going to viciously mock you. Uh, when she does, she actually appears, so she's no longer invisible. Uh, she unleashes a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments <gasps> upon you, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Gosh, what a bee. I know, jeez. The light is not within her. I, um, you said wisdom? Yes, please. Uh, 18. All right, you resist. You are not. You affected. cannot do no. dampen the light that is inside me. All hell, Thunder! You never stop, do you? It's just constant. No. Mm. Yes, the light is constant. The yeah. other one. The other one appears, uh, and she's just about to wring Evie's neck. Yeah. Uh, coming up behind, Evelyn uh, makes a claws attack. Uh, Evelyn, she rolls a sixteen versus your armor class. My armor class is seventeen. Get rid. Air horns. 
Both hags are now visible in the room. And it is Diath's turn. Uh, are you, Chris, do you use the um, optional Dungeon Master rule of flanking bonuses or what have you? So, um, like, if you, for sneak attack and such? Yeah, so, like, the one that's currently going after Evelyn, if I were to get up behind her, I would be flanking, which would get advantage, which would allow me to sneak attack. Yeah, you can sneak attack. Basically, the, the rule is you can sneak attack any creature that is next to one of your allies. Perfect. Okay. Engage, engage in combat with that ally. So you're, you don't even have to be necessarily flanking. Okay. So seeing that uh, this other hag is coming up behind Evelyn, despite yep. my better judgment, I uh, pull out the short sword and get in there and try to stab her in the back to help. All right. Take her down or at least slower. Make a stabby, stabby roll. Stab rolls with advantage. Uh, 17. Hit. Yeah, sneak yes. Nice. Dealing uh, five, 13 damage. That all goes to the hag. Um, you notice as your weapon pierces her flesh that her flesh has, even though it looks supple, to your dagger, it almost has the consistency of iron. It really takes a lot of force to punch it through. Uh, but once it does, you deal her a crippling wound and she the, uh seems aghast in pain. Ah, guys, they're gross. Yeah. <laughs> they're gross. They are gross. I told you they were gross. Paulton. So you've got a little girl clinging onto you. You're... What would you like to do now? Um, so th- all this, all the fighting with the hags is kind of happening on the other side of the room, yeah? Yeah, but the room is only about 12 feet wide, so it's pretty cramped quarters. Okay. Because there's, um, there's a bed and a closet and all kinds of stuff up here. I'd feel kind of bad bringing a small child into the fight. So. <laughs> sure. Um, Get her downstairs, dude. Window. Get her downstairs. Or maybe the, the safe second. Oh, he was upstairs. Right? Yeah, I'm upstairs right now. So. Yeah, I'm saying get the children out of here. Oh. Could I, like, could I open the doors to the other boxes and try and sneak the kids past downstairs? Uh, yeah, you can throw open the door to the next box and you can see a bound and gagged boy, about seven or eight years old. Oh, no. Uh, uh, curled up, uh, looking rather malnourished inside this box. Uh, the third box is empty. Okay. I, I, I go up to the second box and I'm like, hey, little guy, I know, stranger danger, this is kind of weird, don't worry. I just I <laughs> take him out and I... I I, I carry the one kid who's bound and gag because obviously he's yeah. there, and the other girl's just kind of clung to me. I just kind I'm kind of this like child tree, like huddling over. Yeah. Like, don't mind me. Right. Nothing to see here, folks. Yeah, the kids, the kids instinctively turn away and don't even look at the hags. Uh, they can't bear to even the sight of these crones. Um, but uh, yeah. And you spirit them downstairs. Yes. Okay. That is, that is taken care of. You are now on the second floor um, below the battle. And Evelyn. I uh, I saw Paulton do that. And yeah. like, I, I was like, you know, in in melee with these two hags. And I see him do that. And I get like this like little blush. And my eyes kind of tear up. And I'm just like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, keep fighting. 
And it like, it steals me to like make just a bellowing roar of the light inside of me. And then I take okay. a, a hack at the hag in front of me. Cause I probably don't notice the hag behind me so much. You probably notice them both at this point. Oh, okay. But yes, you, you certainly, your ire is focused on the one you've wounded. Right. Uh, so I, I try to smash her with my battle axe and I hit a 13. No. Mm. She gets out of the way of that one. I'm a little too fangirly. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not paying attention. You're not Strix. paying attention. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Strix. You're I'm up. Muttering, I'm muttering about how barmian she is, and I'm just like, can't handle myself, and I'm a stupid prick. I just hate her so much. <laughs> you, hear, you hear one of the hags say to Evelyn, you won't be so beautiful when we're through with you. And uh, they seem to be ignoring you, Strix, in favor of trying to rend her to pieces with their claws. Oh, they think you're pretty. <laughs> exactly. Oh, they, think, they think I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs> Ugly advantage. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to try to do the same thing. I'm going to do Witch Bolt on the one that Evelyn is fighting. Okay. Sweet. 21. That hits. Sweet. All right. This time, your blast of uh, Eldritch Power connects with her, and now you've got this uh, basically um, lightning bolt extending between the two of you burning through her flesh roll 1d12 damage 17 Woo. nice how did you get a 17 on oh, i'm sorry it wasn't that was me like forgetting about math you almost got away with it too. i know i did i was like wow i'm so great Dodecahedron, not isohedron. I know, I'm sorry. It's a four. <laughs> My math was a little nerd alert. Look, Strix has been through a lot, okay? She doesn't yeah. know which dice she's holding. So, I'm sorry, what was the number? Oh, four, sorry. Four, got it. All right, and uh, yeah, so you can basically, as long as she is within your, uh, your line of sight and you're connected to each other, you can just continue concentrating on the spell and burning her away. Sweet. Okay, uh, and then it is Falcon's turn. Okay, confident that the sock is permanently attached. I look down at the back of my <laughs> grab it. To your foot or somewhere else? <laughs> to another member. <laughs> you cannot see at the moment. Uh, I spin around and say, yes, the flower! And I see Holton with two children. Yes. Uh, and I immediately just dart upstairs like oh my god avert their gaze please <laughs> <laughs> all right no uh, look. yes oh, Paulton, you sort of turn the two kids away as this naked man wearing a sock runs up the stairs past you and then like, uh, noise scramble right. and see if my sword is amongst my clothing upstairs uh, yes uh, i will grab that and if okay. i can yes uh, you can dive in sock first <laughs> <laughs> all right so as you run up the stairs you grab your sword and you dive in sock first uh do you want to thrust your sword into one of these eggs i would love to chris all right <laughs> literally not euphemistic <laughs> literally uh it's only a 13 okay it is deflected off her iron skin die you evil witch <laughs> she is that all right uh the hags go next uh, Evelyn, the uh, one the one that has the bolt of lightning burning into her chest, turns away from you and hurls herself at Strix. Um, ah! but, 
If you'd like, you can make an opportunity attack. Yes. I yell, don't hurt my friend. I'm like, we're not friends. Uh, I yell that, but like in my rage, my my axe is still like kind of stuck in the wood from last time. And I'm like, and did you roll another one? I rolled a 10 total with my attack bonus. All right. Yeah. Not, not very effective. The hag will rush over to you, Strix, and attack you with her claws. (laughs) Rolls a 12 versus AC. Your armor class is 11. I'm actually at a 13 because of my mage armor. Outstanding. Yeah. Um, actually, that would be, since mage armor grants an AC of 13, your armor class would actually be 14 because you have- Oh, sweet. Still get your dexterity bonus. Ooh, thank you for helping. Me, me and that yeah. math, you know, we got, some, right. we got some issues. The other hag will continue to focus on Evelyn. And uh, she is unable to damage you with her claws again. Ha 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 ha! You cannot claw the light. <laughs> DF. Yes, you are. Right. So I pull my sword out of the rough skin of that hag, and I actually look back at the one that ran after Strix. Then I like dive forward to that one, roll four, and try to do like a piercing. Okay. Into, uh, Ooh. Her back. Excellent. Cool beefy things. Just be like ha. Uh, sixteen. Yo. Oh, no. So it, like, it, it, it hits the screen, skin and just like deflects off. Yes, exactly. All right. Oh, boy. And then it is Paulton's turn. Paulton, you've got the kids down to the bottom of the staircase on the ground floor. So they're on the third floor and I'm on the ground floor now. That's correct. Okay. I, um, whew, decisions, decisions. I'm going to stay on the first floor and keep an eye on them. Okay. Uh, they stay really close to you. They, they And are, are you going to uh, uh, tear off or remove the, the gag and the yes. bonds on the young boy? Okay. Unbound the kid. All right. Uh, the little girl proudly tells you that her name is Myrtle. 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 <laughs> Myrtle, Myrtle. Yeah. Hi, Myrtle. All right. Uh, the next action goes to Evelyn. Now you've got one who's been trying to claw you and been not successful, and the other one ran away from you to attack Strix. Uh, did I already? Did I forget about Bardic Inspiration? Did I already use that? I think you forgot about it. So it's not, I can't use it now, right? It would only be on the next following turn. Uh, you can go ahead and use it now. <laughs> okay. Sweet. Please uh, delay the reaction now. Yeah, so I I definitely want to protect Strix. So I'm like mad, furious to like, I don't even say anything. Like I'm speechless with the danger. That- okay. You will provoke an attack of opportunity running away from the other hag. I, I have to because it's Evelyn. Right. So, uh... I got a 19 or a, not a 19. So it's 19 with my inspiration. Okay. Uh, Before we get to that, the hag who clawed you as you left, uh, she rolled a 21 on her. And she does 13 points of slashing damage to you. Ah! With your iron tough claws. How How does that affect you? That does not feel nice. 
Uh, I like kind of roar with pain, but ignore her because I'm so committed to my task. Okay. Yeah, that's like half your hit points. Yeah, that is. All right. Uh, but then you hit the one on Strix. As hard as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Oh, poo. Uh, six. Okay. Uh, that digs deep into her flesh, uh, but she is so, her hatred is so focused still on Strix uh, that she um, tries to blow you off. But then Strix, you're up and you've got this lightning bolts blasting into her chest. You get to be 12 points of damage. Sweet. I got five. All right. She takes it. Awesome. Um, am I allowed to cast something on top of this? or? Uh, this is a concentration spell, so okay. no. All right, cool. Uh, the spell ends if you use your action to do anything else. Okay. Well, I'm just going to you know, keep plugging All along. Right. <laughs> keep hitting like her with unlimited power? Yeah. yeah you're, you're like the emperor. You're just... Oh like, man, I look so awesome. <laughs> Lightning's coming out of your fingers. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, I look so cool. That's right. That's right. Falcon. <laughs> I'm going to continue whirling uh, wildly with my sword at the closest okay. hag that I'm engaged with, uh, shouting, This is for Escher. Mm. Escher. Yes, that should ring You've a bell. heard that name. You have. If, if my memory on... serves. Uh, oh, check the black book. <laughs> what does it say? Uh, the tombstone. That's what was on the tombstone. That, that the, the raven, raven perched on. Yeah. It wasn't his owner like I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Falcon, make your attack roll. I got a 20. Uh, with modifier. All right. Roll your damage. Five. Okay. I am weak. <laughs> it's right. the sock. That hag is looking a little stressed. Uh, uh, a little bit a little bit worried, actually. And uh, then it is her turn. Uh, she's got to keep clawing at Strix because Strix is just blasting the crap out of her. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, ouch. Uh, she rolled a 24 on that attack <gasps> roll. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Natural, yeah, natural 18 on the die. You can't do anything about that. Um, all right. With her iron claws, she does 14 points of slashing damage. Wow. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Well, that's one more point than my uh, hit points. Oh, no, sorry, no. No, your hit 24. points are 24. 24, so that's right. You're down to 10. I'm so bad at math today. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. Oh, that's all right. So I'm still alive. Whew, I was just like, well, goodbye, everyone. See you later. That's, uh, good luck with Strahd. Yeah. <laughs> the other one is going to turn on... Yeah. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like bleeding profusely yeah. out of my shoulder, and I'm just like, I needed that. I'm trying to put it back in. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Diath, she throws herself bodily up against you and just sort of pushes you and kind of slams you up against one of the dirt encrusted windows on this floor. Uh, and she she rolls a fourteen on the attack roll. Ah, armor class fifteen. So she does not damage you in ah. any way. All right. And it is your turn. Okay, yeah. So she just like slammed me up against the walls. Yeah, she is. She is uncannily strong. Yeah, quite terrified. Going to try to stab her in the abdomen real quick. All right. Like ah, get it off. Uh, hey, twenty-two. 
That is definitely a hit. For six points of damage. All right. Nicely done. And then I'll use a cunning action to disengage and, like, slip out of her grip and, like, roll up to the side. Okay. Done. <laughs> Terrified. All right, cool. Yes. And uh, she's like, I'm going to eat you up. Please don't. <laughs> you look so delicious. Halton. So I'm assuming that because I'm two levels down that they're out of range for bardic inspiration, yeah. Uh, I think the range is 30 feet. Depends, and... dude. How high can you crank up that amp? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 11. The bagpipes. 11, baby. <laughs> Let's check that just to see. Hold on. Strix is going to go use the Lady Tiefling's room because she wet herself after oh, she was flawed. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So <laughs> here's here's the deal. It, it's within 60 feet, which is definitely within range. And they only have to hear you. Okay. So it does work. Turn the music up. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Then I'm going to, I take out my bagpipes <laughs> because I'm assuming that's what will reach. Yeah. Like, kids, you should plug your ears. This might be loud. <laughs> kids, All you right. like LMAFO? Mighty inspiring tune. Okay. Because nothing makes me want to get a, f- a fight done faster than hearing bagpipes. And who is it that you are attempting to inspire? I can pick. Jeez. Um, Let's, uh, let's, um, God, let's give it to Evelyn again. All right. All right, Evelyn, you hear the, 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 um, the, the, the blaring, uh, yet. Anyone dead? Yet somehow, uh, yet somehow inspiring tune of Paulton's bagpipes from down below in the bowels of this windmill. Um, rising up and rising your spirits. I delight in song and laughter such as this, and it fills me with light. And I, I say something like, I say some some rote prayer that I know, like, by the light of Nathander, all of us shall find the light within ourselves in order to spread to the world. Blah, 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 blah. I say it really, really fast. <laughs> and then I, just, I just put everything I have into a swing of light fall, and I... Don't use that roll because it's really bad. And I use that roll instead, uh, but it's 16. All right. So in actual fact, the bardic inspiration does not really have you roll two dice. Looking at the rule here, it says you apply a D6 and you add that result oh. to the roll. So should I take the first roll, which was horrible? <laughs> which was... Roll, knowing that, why don't you roll again? Oh, <laughs> sure, Chris Parkin. Roll again. <laughs> He's but a kind DM. Wow, on that, I got 20. Okay. The D6 would be a one, so 20. All right. (laughs) Yes, so the the, the bagpipes did not have the oomph on your attack roll uh, that you would have expected. However, you just absolutely carve into this hag like a turkey. Nice. So Don't hurt my friend, you turkey. Damages. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) 
Um, so I guess I'm still using this one-handed because I'm using my shield. So that's just a D8 plus four. So that's six. Okay. Ow. All right. Uh, she curses your name, which she now knows. And uh, I take delight in this. Yes. I'm still trying to put my blood back in. I'm like, well, I need this. <laughs> I really do need this. Uh, not my head blood. Strix, <laughs> you can continue blasting away with your spell. All right. I'm like, I need this. Even though I'm bleeding everywhere, but it's fine. Oh, seven. Sweet. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, this horrible burnt smell is starting to fill the room, and the ozone uh, stench is also getting pretty overpowering, but you're having the time of your life just vaporizing this hag slowly, uh, cooking her, as it were. Um, Falcon. I take also Evelyn uh, is overcome and needs to take a moment in prayer, and we'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Falcon. So, what can I see before me? An electrified hag. Yes, you see a hag being uh, electrocuted and uh, the other one um, Eve has just carved into. Which one am I engaged with? You're close enough that you could connect with either of them. Please help Strix. (laughs) I get a sense that I must help the teasing. (laughs) I will slice wildly at that hag that's been electrocuted. Okay. Ooh, 21. Oh, yes. Do I have multi-attack, Chris, as a way of reading? Uh, so, um, as per your um, stats, you uh, can make two weapon attacks, oh, um, which means that if you've got a weapon, you can use that twice. Well, so bring on the second attack. Okay, so the first one was six... Okay. And the second was a six. All right. To hit. So yeah. Nope. Sorry. I really felt like I put a lot of effort into it as well. <laughs> and uh, kind of flexed as well for Strix. Yes. But overdid it. Overcompensated. Okay. Um, the hags look at each other. Uh, this instant sort of sisterly exchange, the silent exchange between them, they realize they are in deep, deep doo-doo. And uh, with that, the one that uh, is on Strix and that you just stabbed Falcon and that DF has also been working on um, periodically, uh, breaks off her attack and launches herself toward a window. So DF, Falcon, uh, you can both make opportunity attacks against her. Well, I'm very relieved that she's not on top of me anymore. <laughs> I got a 19. Prevent her from going out the window, though. Sorry, you're going to try to prevent her from. Well, on yeah. an opportunity attack, all you can do right now is. Yeah, I, yeah, my attack was poor. I got a seven. Yeah. Okay. So roll damage, Falcon. Six. Excellent. So uh, this is not a terribly big room. So when she gets to the window, she literally just hurls herself cannonballs out through the window and disappears into the rainy night. And that's when your uh, lightning strix becomes disconnected. Aww. 
Bags um, fly? Maybe she'll just splash. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't sound like they fly, no. Okay. Um, you hear this sort of bone crunching noise uh, when she hits the ground outside. And I better roll some damages. Nope. I thought the bone grinding was always done inside the windmill. <laughs> uh, All right. So putting the blood these, back in. The second one uh, disengages from Evelyn and leaps out through the broken window. Evelyn, you can make a opportunity attack against her as she runs away from you. Hmm. I do. Yeah. I try to... I guess I just try to battle axe her again. Yep. 20. Oh, yes. I battle axe the heck out of her. Yeah, you sure do. And I do... Ooh. 13 damage. Oh. Wait, wow. wait. I lied, I lied. Okay. Uh, 11. Okay, that's still awesome. Okay. All right, and that hag uh, takes that wound, survives it, and then hurls herself out the window. Dang it. Landing with a loud crunch outside. So hags now- Hags are weird. I regret nothing! There are no <laughs> hags in the room upstairs with you guys. I, I jump out the window go. after them using my boots to fly. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on now. Okay, it's your turn. Oh. Someone hand me my trousers. <laughs> this guy just can't keep his clothes. Yes. All right. So you start gathering up your clothes. Mm-hmm. DF, what do you do? Uh, I guess look out the window, window real quick to see if I can see them. Okay. When you look out the window, you see, well, make a perception check. Gotcha. Natural one. Okay. Uh, All right. So they jumped out the back of the, or I guess the, yeah, the, the, the side of the windmill opposite the side that the front door is on two levels below. Gotcha. Uh, You see that there is about a 30 foot, um, very sort of rocky, sparsely, sparse grass, but it's it's very rocky ground at the base of the tower. And then it sort of drops off a cliff. Um, so if they threw themselves out of the tower, they would have landed on the ground at the base of the tower. They wouldn't have been able to throw themselves as far out as the cliff. Okay. But you see neither of them. It's like they're just not there. You see broken shards of window down below. Uh, and that's it. Okay. It's like they just disappeared. We know they can do that. I just kind of muttered under my breath. <laughs> still uh, bleeding. Still putting the blood back in me. Yeah. All over myself. Trying to turn it into a part of my shirt. My, my weird, tattered, <laughs> nasty mess that's already, I'm already just like. And then I'll, um, yeah, that was look back at the rest of the party. Oh, they gone. All right. We have to get out of here before their mom comes home or lady or whatever. I agree. Because we need to look at this place, though, because Madam Eva told me that I needed to look in a place of bones, and this is a place of bones, and I don't want to leave until I find out what she said. Though I would like to stop bleeding. That would be nice. Fulton, <laughs> downstairs, uh, you, you hear and see somebody try to open the front door. And when they do, <gasps> they're blocked from doing so by... 
the cart that Diaz left. Good job, Diaz. And jammed it up. But and then the door starts shaking. Uh, uh, okay, kids, uh, time to go back upstairs. I, I know we just left, but we got to go back up. Okay, back to on. your cages. <laughs> All right, bring them back upstairs, and I inform every. Well, I I can get back up to where everyone's at within my turn and tell them. Right? Yeah, so I'm just like, okay, uh, Diaz, good call with the door because someone's trying to get in. Okay. This is a problem. Act accordingly. Do we have? We can get out the windows with rope. We have rope. Are we're, we're at the top, right? Are we at the the top? So oh, we have to go, there's that ladder to the. There to is the there is a ladder that leads up to a trap door in the ceiling, which you assume goes to the tippy top of the window. Okay. Um, I want to check that out. I want to see what's up there. But we All should right. definitely set a rope out the window so that we can get out without this this thing seeing us. Who's going to take care? So you're going up the stairs, Strix, to uh, poke around on the upper floor. Yeah. Uh, who is who's going to take Strix up on her rope suggestion? I I suggest uh, that I just carry her out the window with my winged boots instead. You know, whatever. You, you know that that probably won't work. You'll end up crashing since the winged Dang boots it. only let you lift yourself. Uh, I'm capable of Sorry. doing so with the rope, Falcon. I know you want your clothes, buddy. <laughs> Would you be able to at least find out who's at the front door to see if it's even dangerous in the first place? Yes, and I will transform into a raven. All right, you are now a raven. I'll even get the rest <laughs> of the clothes for him. <laughs> I'm a raven now. <laughs> All right. Uh, Strix, when you pop open the trap door, uh, you see a domed chamber filled with old machinery. There's not much room to move around. Light slips into this attic through small holes in the walls. And as you sort of look about in the corners, you can see a few old abandoned bird's nests, uh, but you don't see anything more. Oh, there's nothing here. <laughs> now I'm mad. <laughs> oh, I'm mad. Can I, can I, is there like any, I can do an arcana check or anything just to find something? Uh, that would be a perception check. Or perce- yes, perception. All right. I'm going to do a perception check just to try and peer a little bit better. Uh, where did my nonsense go? Oh, sorry, 12. <laughs> All right. You affix your dark vision on every little crevice and uh, cavity in this room and find absolutely nothing up here. Oh, all right, I come back down defeated. There's nothing. I don't know what she was talking about. That Madam Eva. Maybe she's lying. Maybe they don't even have family. Maybe she. Maybe your accent wasn't even real. Uh. Well, <laughs> you. <laughs> you do know that uh, the bones that you found were on the ground floor, and there was a, a closed cabinet down there. There's also there was also that barrel of goop. Yeah, just I mean to get to that. Just dealing with other things yeah. at the moment. All right, just say. All right, I hustle down. I'm going to try and see if I can look at it. All right, you hear, all of you hear outside the tower, a, a scratchy voice say, Bella Sunbane and Ophelia Wormriggle, you let me in at once. I'm sorry, who? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of your stupid games. And she says, is that... Are those my pastries burning? I told you two to watch them. <laughs> Can I use mimicry mm. to 
use one of the voices of the hags to say, Go away! <laughs> <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> awesome. All right. You hear the voice outside say, What? What? Go away. This is my home. You're my daughter. Let me in or I'll skin you both. No. <laughs> this is like the Monty Python. It's like the, the guy's like, like, get away. Like the French guys. Uh, um, so when you're doing this, are you're doing it from inside, still inside the windmill? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, she just seems to get more and more irate. Um, how how, how far can I go with this mimicry? Uh, you're, you're, you're utterly convincing. Oh, okay. <laughs> we burnt all the pastries! <laughs> Please don't come in! <laughs> uh, and then she says... Oh, you two. I don't mean any harm. I couldn't <laughs> hurt you. Please, let your old mother in. Okay. But give us ten minutes to clean up first. <laughs> you hear no response. <laughs> I'm like, good one. <laughs> All right. What what do the rest of you do? I'm trying to go I'm going downstairs to open that cupboard and I'm just gonna sound like I'm putting dishes away. <laughs> All right. Uh you you hear you better be cleaning up in there. <laughs> oh, I yeah. find one pot out of order. If I find one pastry burnt to a crisp. We bloody know, love. <laughs> um. I'll be spending this time to uh, take my hempen rope and affix it to something up there and out the windows that we have in a yeah. plan. All right. You throw a rope down the back of the windmill, uh, and it's long enough, certainly, to take you all the way down to the ground. Cool. Uh, as you, uh, So you're checking the cabinet first, Strix? Yeah. You see it contains wooden bowls full of herbs and baking ingredients, including flour, sugar, and several gourds of what appear to be powdered bone. Hanging on the inside of the cabinet doors are a dozen locks of hair. Amid various concoctions are three small labeled containers that hold elixirs. One is labeled youth, and it's a golden syrup. <gasps> One is labeled laughter, and it's a sort of a thin red liquid. And uh, the third elixir is a greenish milky liquid labeled mother's milk. Ooh. I'm going to take them. All right. <laughs> Gather up the three elixirs. All right. So I throw them into my robe somewhere. I mean, who knows where they are, but they're in there. You better and... not be in my flower cabinet. <laughs> we bloody like. <laughs> <laughs> then I run over is there a vial or something around that I can put some of the stuff in the middle in the, the black stuff oh the black goop uh, yeah you can you can find a gourd and just okay. uh, fill it up with black goop alright I find a gourd and fill it up with black goop at least I can figure out what it is later uh, you can also make an arcana check uh, just to maybe uh, figure out a little bit something about it right away cool yeah I'll, I'll do that before I stick my dumb hand in it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 14. Uh, you have seen this kind of goop before. It is a big barrel of demon ichor. Oh. Ew. 
Do I know like what it a, does? It's, yeah, it's sort of like a primordial substance that gives birth to and rise to demons. And uh, they demons often, when they die, uh, revert to this kind of gelatinous goop. Gross. All right. Yeah. I mean, might be able to sell it, so it takes them in the court anyway. <laughs> and right. uh, I'm going to, if I'm the only one down there mm-hmm. um, and no one else is around, I want to kick this stuff over. Okay, like knock over the... I knock it over, yeah. Everything, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I just yell to everyone upstairs, run! <laughs> Are the children already upstairs with us? They're with Paulton upstairs, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay, so you guys hear a horrible crash sound followed by another crash sound followed by the sound of shattered dishes and dishware. Um, what do you guys do upstairs? And then you hear Strix yell, run! <laughs> I, uh, I'm trying to get the children out the window and escape with them. Okay. Now they are both light and malnourished enough that you think you could carry them with your boots on. Oh, well then I take them like a, like a glowing angel of light and goodness. (laughs) 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 And I, I kiss them both on the cheek and, and cuddle both their little heads like this. And then I say, come, let's, let's go. And All I right. just like, escape out the window. Yes, you leap out the window and lower yourself gently down to the ground. How about the others of you who are in the tower, right. namely D.F., Paulton, and uh, the Raven? Well, I will fly out of the window and right. try and distract the hag outside. Okay, how do you do that? I will fly right towards a face, shouting, Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> As you fly down, you notice several things. One, uh, she doesn't appear to be a hag. Well, she she seems to be in the guise of an old woman uh, with her hair, her gray hair, all under a, a tattered, raggy kerchief. Um, and it's just this this sort of wasp, this uh, bird's nest of hair uh, underneath this thing. She's also got a peddler's cart um, that has a squirming sack tied to it. <laughs> oh, no. Have I seen this guys before? Uh, yes, you have seen her, this old woman, as a peddler in the streets of uh, the village of Barovia um, uh, selling her pies uh, to people in town. I guess I can put two and two together with mm-hmm. my raven brain. Yeah. Uh, I'm and going to fly down and attack her. Straight out of face. All right, make that roll. Uh, 13. All right, she bats you away. Um, you do not make uh, any Shit. real contact with her. Yeah. Get gone, you buzzard. Do I get a second attack? Yes. <laughs> uh, 18. Uh, that does connect with her. Now you're attacking with your beak, correct? Yeah, I am. All right. Yeah, that'll show her. I think it's just a one. Yeah, one Raven. point. One point of damage. It all counts. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Uh, she is going to swing uh, a rolling pin at you and try to bat you out of the air. She rolls a crit. <laughs> <laughs> so she does a total of... Uh, Wow, uh, 10 points of damage with this wooden club. Ah. Real, real proficient with that. <laughs> yes, indeed. 
just a burst of feathers flies <laughs> off no, no. in the air. All right, um, Paulton, what are you doing? I, um, I guess I'm Dieth is still up here, right? Yeah. I'm like, like, should we hang here? Should we, should we go down and see what's going on? Uh, I think we're better getting out of here. All right. All right. I already got the front. I got the front door locked up. Strix did something. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear her stomping up the staircase. Right. So yeah, go ahead and climb down to the window. All right. You drop down using the rope to the ground, uh, and you are now standing out in the rain at the base of the windmill, uh, underneath its big uh, wooden veins, uh, which just they can barely move. And uh, at the moment. And Diath, are you sticking around and waiting for Strix to pile up? Okay. Strix, you get to the rope. All right. I use Misty Step to get to the bottom. Okay. You disappear in a, cl- in a cloud of vaporous mist and reappear next to Paulton. At the I'm bay. bad at climbing. <laughs> Forgot leaving that Diath, part. Leaving Diath upstairs by his lonesome. All right. So then I jump out uh, and I grab onto the rope with my gloves. I don't even yeah. climb. I just have that super cool, like, spirally... Right. Yeah. Done. You're good at climbing. Yes. And the rope is just the, it's got a little bit of moisture from the mist and the rain on it. So it's absolutely perfect. Yeah. Hey, Mo. (laughs) Awesome the whole time. Hi, Mo. Yes, you do. Uh, So you awesomely descend the rope and land next to your friends, Strix and Paulton. Uh, You can hear there is a fracas out in front of the windmill uh, between a bird and an old woman. They're screaming at you. They're screaming at each other, but uh, you are not within sight of them at the moment, and uh, that is quickly drowned out by the sound of rolling thunder. Uh, what is there can... like a tree line near here? So right now, you are standing about 15, 20 feet away from a cliff's edge, overlooking <laughs> a misty valley filled with uh, coniferous trees uh, with the fog that sort of settled around them. Uh, the Barovian Valley, despite the fact that it's gray and bleak, actually has a strange, quiet beauty to it. Um, and when you kind of look down below over the cliff, uh, you can see in the woods below, almost directly below the uh, windmill, but maybe about 100 or so feet down, is what appears to be a series of uh, weird, uh, almost like a weird henge like a Stonehenge type formation. There are all these sort of ancient stone megaliths down there. And you can kind of make out what appears to be a thin staircase carved into the cliffside leading down toward them. We have to take these children to safety. We we have to retreat until we're stronger. What about Falcon? I, I look at um, Paulton and I like reach out for his face quickly and like, Put my hand on his cheek and look deeply into his eyes. And say, I'll go after Falcon. You protect the little ones. And then I like quickly peck him on the cheek and then run, run to the front, like, uh, like kind of stealthily try to peek around the windmill to see if I can help grab Falcon. You do remember that there are another two hags probably out here somewhere. Uh, I'm trying to like gather everyone to retreat. So I'm just trying to like stealthily just tell everyone that we're leaving and not leave someone behind. Okay. Uh, but you aren't basically running around the circumference of the windmill toward the front where you believe Falcon is. So we're at the back? Yeah. Oh. 
I fly instead. <laughs> All right, you take to the air. I hate those boots. <laughs> but I'm like, so I'm like flying, but I'm, you know, here's here's the the edge of the windmill that I'm coming around, and I'm kind of like. <laughs> like just trying to pe- I'm not trying to engage in combat I'm just trying to be like yo Falcon we're all leaving don't all right. man yeah you're the totally the one who should be being stealthy <laughs> okay uh, and uh, the rest of you uh, in back Paulton DF Strix hmm. um I told them to go down the stairs. Uh, I'm going to try and distract the the hag outside with some prestidigitation. I'm going to try and make fire come out of the top or just smoke come out of the top window and just make her think that it's on the other side, far, like far away. Like, Oh no, it's your house is on fire. <laughs> like, Whoa. So I'm just like, and I make it like smoke come out and it's like smells okay. of really burnt, really bad pastries. All right. Illusory smoke begins to billow from the top of, from the back of the windmill, uh, hopefully getting her attention. And uh, are you, are you going to just stay back here then to wait to see what happens? Or are you going to, I'm going to follow, I'm following, I'm following about, you know, four or five steps behind Evelyn. Oh, okay. So you're actually going after her. Yeah. Just to make sure in case there's any way that I can like, just help because I don't trust her to be honest. (laughs) Uh, DF, what are you doing? Uh, I look over at Paulton and I say, have we ever listened to Evelyn before? No? All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like... (laughs) Thinking. Thinking. Mm -hmm. All right. So did you say there was like brush or something nearby the base of the windmill? Yeah, there's there's very low scrub around there. All right. Um, You know those kids better than I do. Get them to hide in that. Whoa, hold on now. (laughs) Just tell them to hide until we come back for them. It's like, um, and I, I like awkwardly like pat one on the head. And I'm like, child, do hide. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> All right. The kids hunkered down in the, in the tall grass at the base of the windmill. So I'm going to, um, I'll, I'll stealth move up towards around the other side of the windmill to where the commotion is at. Okay, are you moving around the opposite side of the windmill as Evie and Strix, like in sort of like a pincer? Yeah, I'll go around the other side. Okay, how about you, Paulton? Not bringing attention to myself. Um, I feel like I've taken it upon myself to be like this guardian figure. <laughs> so I'm going to hang with the kids, make sure they're safe, strike up some kind of awkward conversation because Paulton <laughs> with kids. Okay. I'm just like, so you kids like a, um, a pie? Oh, that was probably bad. <laughs> uh, Paulton, make a perception check. Okay. That is a very natural one. Okay. Wow. Okay. As you are talking to the two children, 
you see that their eyes grow very, very wide. Uh oh. Um, because they see something you don't. They see, no! and it's right behind you. I told you to run away. They see what looks like rain falling over invisible forms, <sighs> giving the shape of basically uh, these humanoid figures made of dripping rain. And that's where we'll stop for tonight. No! Oh, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. The children are dead. I mean, that's fine. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Literal cliffhanger because they're on a cliff. They're on a cliff. She did tell you tell you to run. I mean I did. I sacrificed myself for you guys, and then you blew my sacrifice. Thank I listened, is this the end of I Colton, listened. or will his friends come to his rescue? Strips listened. All right, so uh, can we have a round of applause for Chris Trott and his amazing... Yay! Oh, Thank you. I uh, had a really good time. Like, I especially liked your raven noise and hag impressions. Yeah, Thank you. that was yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's my go-to. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I had a really good time. Thanks a lot for having me on here. It's been awesome. Oh, that's great. We're welcome back anytime. I'd love Are to you on other shows that people could watch? Oh, yes. yes. Let's talk uh, about that. <laughs> yeah, so... We do our own stream on Sundays. Uh, it is UK time. Uh, that's 5 p.m. Uh, but it's called High Rollers, and it's uh, a ton of fun. We do the same thing. It's just yes. a custom world using 5th edition. And uh, yeah, I killed awesome. someone last time. So <laughs> it's a really nice series. <laughs> and, uh, our DM is a very awesome guy. He's in chat as well, and he's a, he does a very good job. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Outstanding. Uh, anybody else want to say anything before we uh, start to close this up? If people want to tune in and watch Misclicks D&D, we're doing that right after this, which yes. is a custom second edition campaign on Misclicks, M-I-S-S-C-L-I-K-S, right after this. Uh, hashtag pray for Bolton. <laughs> hashtag pray for Bolton. Pray for, pray for awkward stepdad Bolton. <laughs> Evelyn All thinks right. it's real cute, though. <laughs> and for those who don't know, uh, PAX East is coming up fast. It's the weekend of the 22nd to the 24th. And Yay. we will have a live Acquisitions Incorporated game there. Yay. I'll be there. All right. Will you be able to watch it online? Yes. Yay. Well, raise your hand if you'll be there. I'll be online. Outstanding. <laughs> Yay. All right. Then that's a wrap, folks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.